Please hang up and try again. Broadcasting from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. You're listening to a freaking encore edition of Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined. Looking at the intro of our show, Freak Nation, there is video of Betty Blowtorch. And they've been a part of the Freak Nation for almost, these well, a lot of these 23 years with our intros. And I just saw this past weekend that they performed, I believe, at the Whiskey of Go-Go. Oh, no way. Yeah, Betty Blowtorch again. Where was it we introduced them on stage in our first year or two? That wasn't the whiskey, was it? No, it was El Rey Theater on Wilshire Boulevard. All right. Well, I'll go with that, man. A stat man chiming in. How you doing, Freak Nation? Speed Freaks on a Sunday night, Lucas Oil Studios, MAV TV, Freak Radio Network. Again, 23 years of doing this. Thank you guys for making this thing possible. Statman, Crash, Kenny Sargent, Suave, we're all here. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, speedfreaks.tv is the website, Facebook, and, of course, Instagram. Big show for you coming up in the next two hours. A gentleman, follow me here, a gentleman who has more followers on Instagram than NASCAR, IndyCar, the NHRA combined. Hmm. Travis Pastrana, We'll be here for a couple of segments uh, in the first hour, Freak Nation. Uh, always a legend when he rolls in and joins the Freaks. Travis Pastrana will be here. Rico Abreu will be here. Big-time sprint car driver, 410s, 360s, 450s, 920s, 8060s, uh, World of Outlaws. <laughs> 1080s. <laughs> uh, dude's just a badass on dirt. Rico Abreu will be here in the Freak Nation. And we'll also have Antron Brown joining us in the next couple Speaking of hours. Speaking of badasses. Yeah, it's a it's a hell of a show that we're looking forward to. NASCAR this weekend in Richmond. Uh, IndyCar coming up in Nashville. Is it next weekend? Yes, Crasher? it is right? next weekend. They got, they got a busy August. It's Nashville, then Indy, then I believe a week off, and then our friends, WWT Raceway at St. Louis. Which leads me to this, Freak Nation. I'm going to... I, I'm going to do something that we typically do on the show. I'm turning right when we thought we we're going to turn left right here, because I think we can fill an interesting segment with what I'm about to talk about here. Let's table that Andretti conversation for the last segment this hour, because okay. what you just brought up reminded me of something that we've been championing for almost two decades was the unification of series on the same track, the same weekend. And it took NASCAR and IndyCar what, 20 years to finally do that? And that started, what, yep. two, three years ago? And it culminates at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway on the road course where you're going to have IndyCar and NASCAR Cup and Xfinity Series on the road course. I haven't heard any more discussions of this happening in any other venues. And there are other venues, frankly, that it can happen. You, you can get creative to where you can have IndyCar, 
NASCAR, and drag racing, the NHRA. It's the Sonoma. same. Yes. <laughs> it could, it, I, funding and funds and moving this, it can happen. It can, if you really want to do it for the fans, Statman Crash Richie, it can happen. They talk about doing this for the fans and this for the fans and that for the fans. If you, if you really want to combine and keep that ship that we always talk about, ship rises and whatever the hell it does. All on, boats rise on a high tide. Thank you, Crash. If they really want to do it, they could do it at Sonoma. Crasher, they could do it at Charlotte. They could do it at Chicagoland. Bring back that oval. Not Chicagoland. Wait, I'm doing Joliet. What's the one in Joliet? Is yeah. that called Chicagoland? Yes. Whatever. They, they, the drag racing is back in Joliet. Bring the oval back and have IndyCar and NASCAR race there again like they both used to. We can do it. We can, there's so many facilities where this can happen. Statman, again, he's uh, Statman's a conspiracy theorist go-to guy here. Uh, why do you – this is an this is an open-ended question, frankly that uh, I probably already know the answer. Why can't NASCAR and IndyCar and NHRA finally grab themselves each other by the huevos and say, let's finally do one for, you could put a supercross, you've got supercross at freaking Daytona. Mm -hmm. Listen, you could, you could combine three or four of the biggest motorsports series in one weekend, starting on a Friday through a Sunday and get her done. Statman. And who's going to share in the, at gate receipts, who's going to get the TV revenue, who's going to do the ancillary, all of the uh, on-site uh, stuff that happens, the marketing. Right. Uh, there's too much money that's flowing and that people are too hungry for the money that they need to stay in business to share it with somebody else. Okay, but like what Kenny was alluding to, they claim to be about the fans. So figure out a way to pool the money and have an equal split. I know that sounds so wrong in the business world these days, but just do it because ultimately you're doing it for the fans and not for lining your own pockets. Well, that's, yeah, I, I know. Crash, Easier said than done. Crash, you mean well with that comment. Yeah, I know. I, I get it. And we have. Then, then they should stop touting that they're for the fans. Do no, this for they're, the they're fans. Let them, let them tout all they want. They know what they're doing. They're trying to get the people to think well of them, but they're going to keep the money, all the money. If they were doing things for the fans, how many things would they not do uh, that they're doing regularly? Like races at, you know, the wrong hours. At the, you know, just it's it, well, the, all that stuff is for the fans is just that for the fans you know you bring up a good point because and i know we're going to get to this later in the show the ratings from last weekend we don't have the ratings from this weekend but the ratings at least yet the ratings from last weekend on nbc properties were awesome and set new records all around the the scope of things in motorsports and i'm talking about pocono and iowa but when many people say you know yes do this for the fans the fans want night races well, the ratings are showing that, do you really want nice night races? You say you want night races as fans, but the ratings are higher, and apparently the fans are speaking louder for day races, as again shown last weekend. Well, I, I mean, last weekend was a little different. There wasn't much else going. There's no football, no, no NFL football, no NBA basketball. Major League Baseball is a regional sport. It's not a national sport. 
and uh, the the races were at different kind of places where people would want to tune in and say, "Hey, what that that's I'd like those races when they go to Pocono or to Iowa." So uh, yeah, there was a whole confluence of things, but uh, yeah, I mean it, it. They want they if they go against the races, what are you going to watch? Uh, the latest Law and Order or uh, another NASCAR race. There are, my background, frankly, is in music and the egos and idiosyncrasies of musicians. Is, it's legendary. Van Halen, uh, only green M&Ms or no green M&Ms in their rider, which was frankly a joke. <laughs> and a rider but, is basically what celebrities want. Right. Backstage. Performance. Yeah. During their performance, after the performance. But Richie, chime in on this one, man. Richie is a music hound. Richie Richie attends festivals. You got Lollapalooza. I could go on and on on the festivals across the country during the summer. I know logistics are different. You've got one stage or you've got a main stage and then a B and a C stage. I get that. But a main stage for all the headliners and the sub-headliners, yeah. But when it comes to NASCAR, IndyCar, drag racing, and Supercross, I understand all four of them. Well, frankly... Two of two of the four are different disciplines or different situations of, of setup. But I just think if you put this in the works, and, and again, I'm not I'm not even saying for 2024 oh. or maybe 2025, logistically speaking, I just think it can be done. And NASCAR continues to surprise us with some of the moves that they continue to make. We know it, it that's the behemoth right there, stat. Richie, you can chime in. Sorry, buddy. The, that's the behemoth <laughs> that needs to give the okay and to give their blessing for the other two or other three series to join in on this, Wabi. There's a big difference between music festivals and doing a motorsports festival. And the biggest difference is in music festival terms, usually you have one promoter. Mm -hmm. Okay. You have your Coachella, which is its own company by itself. And they're the ones that are going and they're booking all the acts for that particular weekend. And they're the ones that are selling sponsorships and then paying the artists, right? Well, in the case of a motorsports Coachella, for lack of a better term, <laughs> you got 14 different entities you're trying to deal with. You got too many cooks in the kitchen. So the fact that we even have IndyCar and NASCAR working together for one weekend is kind of crazy to me that it, it ever actually came about because there are so many different sponsors, series, whatever else in, is involved with the business side of things when it comes to these racing series, like there's just too much going on and too many interests involved to try and get it to work for a weekend that I think is, is kind of, which means it's never going to happen. We're never going to see it happen unless something crazy happens and you have some one massive entity come in and say, let's get this and let's get it done. I'll pay for the whole damn thing. Yeah, there's too many cooks. Kind of like High V did for the IndyCar race last weekend at Iowa. Richie had a perfect example. There's different tire companies that are behind IndyCar and NASCAR, and who's going to be the brand that is the overall uh, banner to take over this the site that weekend. Freak Nation. His name is Travis Pastrana. As I said, more Instagram followers than IndyCar, NHRA, and NASCAR combined. He joins us next, Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Hall Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. 
From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for an adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Forrest, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hiding, and Tron Brown barreling on for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. It's a big old freaking encore of Speed Freaks this holiday weekend. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Travis, I, my first memory of meeting you was, uh, again, probably when you were 16, 17 years old. I was on... We had a foursome, and I was part of your foursome. It was, I think, prior to the Anaheim race and the Chaparral appearance later that night. I was playing golf with a guy that uh, couldn't play golf worth the crap. That was Travis. Okay, that was me. Both of us couldn't <laughs> play golf worth the crap. But well, little... I take no offense to that comment. <laughs> <laughs> but we were playing golf, and I, I really had no idea 
who you were at the time that, holy smokes, I see you on a bike. And I think it was 125s at the time, number 199 at, at Anaheim. And I thought, man, this kid's pretty special. But the one thing that, that I realized was so special about you was at the Chaparral appearance, you stuck around and signed every freaking autograph of every kid that was there after all the riders left. Was that something instilled in you early on because you were one of those kids way back when looking up at your idol? Well, I guess sadly or happily, however you look at it, I'm still one of those kids. I, uh, I'm a huge fan of the sport. And I, I feel like at the end of the day, everybody, um, they're like, man, you're always so happy. You're always that. I'm like, dude, if I'm at a track, if I'm on a motorcycle, if I'm talking about racing, I'm pumped. I mean, that's it's what I live for. And, you know, I was very lucky to be one of the few, uh, you know, kids that my reality never set in. And all my friends were like, I want to be a dirt bike racer. I want to be a supercross racer. I want to drive Monster Jam. I want to, um, you know, <laughs> try a top fuel car, or whatever it may be. Um, <laughs> I, I've been living this dream and somehow uh, the wheels haven't fallen off too bad. What's something that you want to do in motorsports that you haven't done yet? You know, that's, that's a great question. Um, I've, you know, every time I think I really want to do something, I, I get there. Like uh, my first time, my buddy, I had basically bought a monster truck uh, with, with Feld or had it on the, the program with Nitro Circus. And my friend Cam McQueen, who always wanted to be a monster truck driver, um, <laughs> he, uh, he qualified the truck, went to world finals, and I kicked him out. I said, my truck. So my first ever time at a monster truck event was at world finals in Las Vegas. And it's one of those careful what you ask for things. And I'm looking, I'm like, wow, a double bus stack is actually two buses stacked on top of each other. It looks so much smaller. You know, when you're looking down, I'm like, come on, sissies, hit the jump. I'm down there like, whoa, this is this is a horrible, horrible idea. Um, recently, I really wanted to get in a top fuel drag car. I'd never actually seen one. Always wanted to go to the, um, the four wides in Charlotte. So I show up in Charlotte. Tony Stewart goes out of his way because I was getting in that night from a boat race that I was doing and he heard I was going to show up on Monday. He postpones his flight. He meets me at the airport at midnight and he's going over the procedure in a top fuel car. Tony Stewart. <laughs> like, I'm not especially close with Tony. He just really didn't want to see me die, I think. He's like, he's real bad for our sport. Uh, so he was there until 2 a.m. going over procedure. And at that point, when he said it's the scariest thing I've ever done, I thought, I done messed up. I should have done more homework on this. So from that point on, I've been a lot more particular about what I asked for. Travis Pastrana joining us here in the Freak Nation. Do you wake up and think, what can I do today that's so effed up that's going to garner attention? You're running out of daredevil type things, Pastrana, aren't you? No, I'm running out of body parts that work. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny. Everyone says with Nitro Circus, they're like, how do you come up with these ideas? Or how do you get all the guys and girls to do all the crazy shenanigans? I'm like, the hardest part is trying to keep all the crazy ideas from happening and trying to keep everyone in one piece throughout an entire tour because it's so much fun for us to be able to live this video game, except there's no reset button, uh, which is uh, becomes problematic. So my job is actually to figure out how to have the most fun, go the biggest, do stuff that's never been done before, um, have a smile on my face all day, and do it in a way that we can continue to replicate it. Um, so we did a, a show called Life Size Toys on a network that was it lasted for about a month called Quibi. And they convinced me it was a build show. And I had a bunch of friends that love building stuff. And they're like, oh, yeah, all you got to do is just talk about it. And then there I was getting launched off a catapult, getting knocked out. 
and then uh, strapped myself like Wally Coyote to a, a rocket that uh, some some guys from NASA had built. And I'm like, what? This is not what I signed up for. <laughs> Travis, you kind of implied that you had some heroes when you were growing up, like the little kids that looked up to you. Who were those heroes that got Travis Mastrana turned on to motorsports? Um, well, motorsports and action sports in general. I mean, some of my first heroes were Guy Airtime Cooper. I just loved that that guy. He was doing the biggest jumps, sending the biggest whips, and he always seemed to just love riding his motorcycle. And he got passed on the last lap at three different um, supercrosses, like 250 supercrosses. He was factory rider. Um, you know, amazing, amazing athlete, but he never won a 250 Supercross main event, something that I eventually uh, came in common with, with my uh, my hero, Guy Cooper. Um, we just went out there, and I always loved that. didn't matter if he – as long as he put in a good race and tried hard, he was just stoked to be riding his dirt bike. Um, Doug Henry, you know, he goes out. Uh, Henry Hill, they call it at Bud's Creek, launches too big, gets a whiskey throttle, as we call it, just grabs a handful of throttle because he's got arm pump probably end of the race, going for the win, uh, breaks his back. And on his way out, he's giving two thumbs up to the crowd, just yelling, I'll be back, I'll be back. Um, you know, and these are the guys that I looked up to the most, uh, along with uh, action sports icons like Matt Hoffman. Um, you know, this is someone that was doing the sport before there was any money, before there was anything involved. How did the dominoes fall to get you from action sports into NASCAR? A uh, lot of dominoes. So <laughs> starting out with uh, with injuries, um, I was lucky enough to sign on with uh, No Fear and, uh, and Spy Goggles, uh, who uh, worked closely with Boris Said uh, and a bunch of the NASCAR guys. Um, so we'd always go go-karting every day after Supercross because they have, you know, Anaheim 1, Anaheim 2, Anaheim 3, San Diego. Um, we ended up staying out in, you know, kind of that Southern California area. Uh, so our day off, we would go go-karting at, uh, at No Fear. Uh, when I was like, you know, 16, 17, 18 years old, and I was hurt a lot. So every time I was hurt, I could usually get on a go-kart uh, before I could get on, um, you know, get back on the dirt bike. And when I was 17, I was able to go jump in a WRC car because Alpine Stars, which was my sponsor, um, also sponsored the Subaru World Rally Car Team. And that year, Richard Burns on Subaru won the World Championship, WRC Championship, and I got to go over after uh, after the our championship was done. Got to drive a factory WRC Subaru, uh, Subaru uh, which was like seven hundred fifty thousand dollar car at, at seventeen years old, which was a lot of fun. Um, and then, kind of, just every time I was hurt, I'd get into to doing more rally, doing more driving, doing more karting, and uh, the four wheel stuff was something that I was really passionate about. And because I was hurt a lot, I got to do it quite often. Whoa. Wow. So then fast forward, you were just talking about when you were 17. So 22 some odd years ago, fast forward to 2023 and you're taking the family Huckster, you're taking a Subaru up the hill at Goodwood. I mean, wow. You never thought that would be a part of your future, did you? No, I was very fortunate to be surrounded with great people. And uh, my dad and mom, uh, you know, mom was big into education and making sure that I was um, you know, you could graduate as she's always like, this is never going to work as a career. And dad said the same thing. So, you know, just make sure you got something to fall back on. Uh, so ride it till the wheels fall off. Um, but going back to that, that beginning, uh, you know, at the end of the day, I was doing motocross until I was really hurt and I was tired of being hurt and I loved competition. So I got into cars and was able to, 
um, you know, find the Vermont sports car crew that I had the same, my number one on my uh, crew in 2003 is still um, my number one, like my main mechanic uh, right now um, for, for rally. So, you know, we had this really tight crew and even, you know, the guys like Roger DeCosta who worked for Suzuki, everyone's like, why'd you switch to KTM? I'm like, cause DeCosta did and, and Ian did. And, you know, a lot of that crew. So we developed great relationships and I had the opportunity, um, you know, after Nitro Circus was going and all the friends and everything's in the U.S., um, to go WRC, which I really wanted to do, you know, kind of 2006, 2007. Um, but at that point, I said, well, what can I do that's in the States? And what can I do to challenge myself? And uh, through contacts, through Jimmy Johnson and some of the NASCAR guys that had raced motocross, um, kind of started looking there and got a hold of uh, Trevor Bain and um, all of a sudden we're, we're racing NASCAR. And yeah, I wasn't very good at it. I'm not good at rear wheel drive. I'm not good at pavement. I'm not good at any sport that you can't win on uh, taking bigger risks than everybody else. And, you know, then we met up with Ken Block and he just wanted to have fun in a car. And all of a sudden he built this whole legacy, just sliding and having fun and building awesome builds and doing things in places with his kind of business experience. Um, you know, to not necessarily say, hey, I'm the best driver in the world, but to say, hey, I'm going to have as much fun as possible with the coolest cars ever in the most epic locations. And we were able to start this kind of side thing with Nitro Circus and him with Hoonigan and everything. And, you know, now we're building 1983 Subaru wagons with working eight tracks going up. And we split um, Team McLaren. McLaren first, 1983 Subaru wagon second, McLaren third. Porsche fourth, Porsche fifth, Ferrari sixth. You know, I mean, how cool is that? Oh. Yeah. And coming up more with the greatest motorsports personality on the planet right now. His name, of course, is Travis Pastrana. We get into a whole lot of other Pastrana-isms. It's all coming up. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, motorsports radio redefined. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. General Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. Hey dad, 
What are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for the adrenaline pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Forrest, Ron Caps, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hiding, and Tron Brown barreling on for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. It's an encore for you, Freak Nation, from Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Travis Pastrana joining us here in the Freak Nation. And Travis, we had Evil Knievel on the show many, many, many years ago when we re-ran the... uh, interview with uh, Evil Knievel for our 23rd anniversary. And we ran that the last time after you set the Evil Knievel record there at uh, Caesars Palace. Give me your thoughts on a dude like Evil Knievel who did not have the luxuries of suspension, uh, chiropractic work of the of the new millennial. What's your view of what Evil Knievel did on a bike? Um, so what Evil Knievel did was less impressive what he did on a bike as to what he was able to accomplish um, to show the world that you could fly a motorcycle, to show the world what what was, um, not only what was possible, um, but he was able to, he was a showman. Yep. So he took um, uh, mediocre motorcycle skills, <laughs> not to be that guy, um, and guts uh, galore, and just this passion uh, to, to try to, to wow 
the world. And he was someone that if he ever said he was going to do something, he backed it up. And I feel like that's something that a lot of like my, my parents, for example, could really relate to that. They said, look, evil Knievel went to, uh, you know, went over to London and he was going to do a jump and he's told everyone, he's like, Hey, my bike's not fast enough. I can't make this jump, but y'all paid for a ticket. So I'm going to send it and see what happens. And okay. Some people would call that absolutely stupid, but for me, that's how I was, I was brought up. If you say you're going to do something, do it. And there were certain core values of what Evil Knievel did and how he went about doing stuff that were really good. And certain ones that were, were probably the opposite of really good. Um, but to be able to, to transcend and to start an entire action sports, just to start um, jumping motorcycles, to start a, a whole, you know, what now is Olympic sports um, by following your passion and being, uh, being able to sell it, I think was, was really cool. You just referenced Ken Block when we were talking a little bit about Goodwood. That that was Ken Block, right? Without a doubt. Um, so Ken was came from a really unique background. He absolutely loved snowboarding. He loved motocross. Uh, he loved you know skating. He loved driving cars. And like every other redneck American, Ken was one hundred percent convinced that he was the best driver on the face of the earth. Mm. And um, in two thousand and six. No, sorry, 2000, whatever, 2003, something like that. Um, I was sponsored at the time by Alpine Stars and Puma. Puma paid a lot of money. Alpine Stars, well, didn't pay anything, but they were made the best stuff, the best boots, the best everything. And I had uh, friendship with Gabrielle, who ran Alpine Stars, and uh, they got me my first drive in a car, and, and I was never going to leave Alpine Stars. So Puma put it on the table. They said, you either have to pick Alpine Stars or us, thinking I'd obviously go with Puma. And I said, nope. Um, so this was a week before X Games. And I went to Ken Block. I said, I don't have a shoe sponsor um, now. And he said, well, I'll make you a deal. I will sponsor you, but you have to take me because I'm not wanting any giveaways. He goes, you know, I just sold, you know, a per percentage of DC shoes for enough money that I can pay for whatever I need to do. And he goes, I want to drive cars. I want to race cars. I want to be the best rally driver of all time. Uh, introduced me to the Vermont sports car crew. And he went, paid his own way, hired the best coaches, um, drove more than almost any factory driver and he became within two years probably the best driver in the u.s as far as rally was concerned and it was a really impressive going from a guy with money that people didn't know had so much background in sport and was such a good athlete and was such um not only a pioneer um you know of wanting to be an athlete but a pioneer of, of how to market and he went and invested him in himself and did ex followed his heart exactly where he wanted to go and started a car culture that's unlike anything that I think has ever been created before and, and maybe ever after. They talk about Ken changing the uh, landscape in motorsports. You've done some of that. Do you feel that? Do you understand that? Or do you think that's uh, overhype that you helped put action sports on an entirely different map? I was very fortunate, like I said earlier, to be surrounded by some very great people that, that led me in the, in the good direction, starting from my parents um, to a lot of my sponsors. And my parents give me the, the freedom to follow my heart. Um, I feel like at the end of the day, if you're passionate about something, you can make it work. And luckily, when we got into rally, Ken Block was very passionate about rally. And, you know, he was able to kind of help orchestrate X Games, picking up rally as a sport, which kind of blew it up. Um, you know, we were able to get sponsors and really start doing that for a living, um, you know, and then with Jim Gymkhana and then with Nitro Circus and basically all this stuff that we were doing to have fun um, started 
kind of becoming bigger than the sports themselves. You know, call it lucky, skill, whatever. Um, but I was able to get a lot of seat time. So I've never claimed to be the best driver. Um, but I have enough seat time and enough passionate that, you know, I've been able to take that, what I've learned in motocross and make it work on the four wheels with the, the different injuries and that kind of stuff. Um, having said that, my goal is not necessarily to be the best driver or to start all these things or to change anything that's going on. But like X Games or the Olympics, that's about being perfect. Hmm. Nitro World Games is about doing stuff that's never been done. It's about being bigger, being crazier, being, you know, and, and even safer, working on landings to make sure that we can, you know, myself, my friends, my, the next generation is able to get up and walk after this, you know, having a big crash uh, with the airbag landings and that kind of stuff. Um, but my goal in racing is to continue to have fun. And what I've learned with showmanship through Nitro Circus is that if the athletes are having fun and they're passionate, that the crowd follows and that they understand what's going on. So when I was racing NASCAR, I stopped having fun. I was so focused on my results that like literally I spent, I got uh, 10th place at, at Daytona in what was nationwide at the time. And I was spinning backwards across the infield of, you know, 180 miles an hour. And I was so bummed. I'm like, man, I was following Tony Stewart. He got away, um, which Tony does because, well, it was Tony Stewart. And uh, <laughs> I'm like, man, we had a really good chance to, to have my best finish. And now here we are, another crash, another crash vehicle. My dad goes, man, I would give my left nut, literally, to be able to go in a car at 180 miles an hour at Daytona and spin through the infield. He's like, how was that? Was that so cool? And you get so caught up in winning and it gets so like worrying about that a tenth of a second, that half a tenth of a second, um, that you forget why you did it to start with. And I think that moment right there, my dad kind of said, you know, kind of put that back into perspective. I said, well, you know what? Let me do what I know how to do and that I can get some sponsorship and let's just go have fun and bring other people that want to have fun. And if we're passionate about this, building tracks that have never been done that are challenging to the drivers and challenging to the manufacturers and the cars. I'm like, we're going to have a sport that really takes off. And that's why we started Nitro Cross. Travis Pastrana joining us here in the Freak Nation, Lucas Oil Studios, 23 years of doing Speed Freaks. And Travis Pastrana, every now and then comes and he's a part of that. Travis, when Lindsay came into your life, was there an agreement between you two? Or did, <laughs> did she say, I know what I'm getting into? I hope she did. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, my, my wife is amazing. She's a two-time world champion, three-time X Games gold medalist. Um, it was good having someone that, that understood passion, um, in, in a way that, you know, you're, you're not home a lot. If someone, one of your sponsors calls during Christmas Eve dinner and says, Hey, we need you here tomorrow. You, you're there. And it's about building relationships. Um, and there's no holidays, there's no weekends, there's, there's no off days. Um, but it's the greatest life in the world. And to have someone that, that understood that and lived that life and, um, you know, just supported almost everything that I've done except for base jumping, uh, which uh, well, now, you know, you got to draw the line somewhere. Uh, <laughs> uh, so no wingsuiting, no base jumping. Other than that, uh, Lindsay's <laughs> along for the ride. And uh, she's not only a, a phenomenal uh, athlete, but she's also adapted to be such an amazing mom and someone that enjoys that as much as she does anything else. Um, she went to qualify for the Olympics or not. Well, she wanted to see if, that was something she wanted to do. So she came back after, you know, three years off um, of nitro and skating to, you know, just to try again, as they announced that skateboarding was going to be the Olympics for 2020. And uh, 
she came back and she won the world championship that year. And she was on the podium uh, sitting there in Spain after, you know, putting six months pretty dedicated to, to focusing on her and her skating. And I took a step back uh, from racing and, and everything else for a little bit of time and told her like, look, do what you got to do. I'll the stay at home dad really at that point. And uh, she says she was crying and it wasn't because she won. She was crying because that six months she lost more, what she thought was valuable time Whoa. with the kids and the kids development. And she would have rather been home with the kids than to have been up there on that podium. And, you know, for all of, for someone like me or someone like even her mom or, or all her friends are like, why would you not go for the Olympics? She's like, because for me, being a mom is more important. And I was so fortunate that I found someone that is that passionate, that caring, and that great of a, of a wife and a mom that I can continue living my dream. Buddy, much love from uh, 118 degrees here in Phoenix with uh, probably, what, 75 degrees in Maryland right now? Yeah, it's, it's, a little, it's nicer, than, nicer than Phoenix at the moment. <laughs> Buddy, uh, go make it a great day. Good luck to you and your wonderful family partner. Well, thank you guys for the time. Talk to you soon. You got to love you some Travis Pastrana here in the Freak Nation. The full interview is up on our YouTube page at Official Speed Freaks. Coming up next, Michael Andretti. He's getting in the NASCAR. Or is he? That's next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. From the labs of Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil, it works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for an adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Forrest, Ron Kaff, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hiding, and Tron Brown barely down for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network.
Whatever you do, General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Thanks for catching up with the best of Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. We've been doing this for 23 years now, and in that time, we've built some wonderful relationships here in the Freak Nation. Talking with Travis Pastrana this week really bought that home, for me at least. Uh, we met Travis when he was a teenager, looking for and making a name for himself, doing things that were his passions. His passions, in fact, are action sports, helped make things like skateboards and double backflips, uh, rallying cars, made it all conversation around the dinner table for families all over the world. But our conversation this week showed me at least that Travis is a man now. He's a husband and he's a father with children who are learning what they want to do with their lives. He's an entrepreneur building brands. And if daddy's passions uh, will be their, his children's passions when they grow up. It's satisfying for me that Travis has remained a friend of the freaks all this time. Travis has changed the world around him globally and still makes time for us. There are some clowns out there who barely change the world in front of their race car. And in fact, they demand money from us to come be a part of the freak nation. Frankly, we've said no. I tell people all the time that Travis deserves the success that's come his way. He's nurtured friendships and respected people who've come into his life. Uh, over and above the records, and the championships that have come Travis's way, it's wonderful for me to see the man he is now. Peace. Your Statman Scat brought to you by good friends at General Tire. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation, as I've been saying. Do yourself a favor for 20 years now. Go to GeneralTire.com. Check out the line of tires to keep your rides on the road during this summer heat. GeneralTire.com. Performance. 
family, uh, industrial. They have the tire for your rides. Go to GeneralTire.com. Coming up next hour, Rico Abreu will be joining us here in the Freak Nation and Tron Brown as well. Earlier in the show, I took a left turn when we thought we were going to turn right, and I wanted to talk about the Andretti involvement with Formula One versus the conversation that Andretti's getting involved with NASCAR, but we, we took a whole different detour on that. But I want to talk about it now that word is out there that Andretti is sniffing around NASCAR now. Marco Andretti was hanging out at Pocono with a, was it Spire Racing Jacket? Suave, is that what it was? He had a Spire Motorsports hat on. Okay. Mm -hmm. And how there's discussion about now that Andretti is looking to get involved in the NASCAR. How deep and how thorough, I'm not sure. But this on the heels of Statman of Andretti for the last year or so trying to get its claws into Formula One and continue to get shut out. And evidently, there's a decision coming down soon about to yes. let Andretti in or not to let Andretti in, Andretti Autosport Sport into Formula One. Right? Yeah, it's not, okay. but it's not going to happen uh, they, uh, in into Formula One. Uh, but I think that he, he's he's obviously made some uh, uh, contacts with some people with some money. He doesn't have the money to compete in Formula One. Uh, and doesn't have the money really to compete in NASCAR, but he's finally found some people who could come in and evidently help him, just like uh, uh, Joe Gibbs did when he bought in some people to, uh, you know, from the private equity and uh, banks and so forth that would come in and help him uh, put together a deal to keep him uh, solvent and maybe make some money. I think what's happening is that ultimately NASCAR is going to have to come up with a way for the teams to make money. And I think that's attracting people who want to uh, be a part of that uh, when they have uh, some cost savings and so forth to, uh, you know, make it possible to make some money out of it. Well, the, the name that continues to come up in this article, this is was sports Business Journal, mm-hmm. Richie, correct, right? Yeah, is Gainbridge, and Gainbridge is on the side of one of the IndyCars, well, Colton Herta's car, and Gainbridge is a multi-billion-dollar. It's this is a new word for me, fintech, which tells me it's a financial tech company, which I, I'm sure is an umbrella for many uh, different items, but that the the money seems to be coming from Gainbridge, and part of this equity firm that Statman's talking about, where. Joe Gibbs bringing in this company where now it looks like this is going to be the new platform to bring in these companies like Gainbridge and others to as an investment uh, and, and maybe a, a side hustle for other partners. But Richie, this looks like that's the player for Gainbridge to help propel Andretti into NASCAR. Yeah. And they had a longstanding relationship with Andretti going back years and years and years. And so that's why this, these, Dots are starting to connect. Marco Andretti already ran a NASCAR Crest, NASCAR Crestman Truck Series race earlier this year. There's been some rumblings about whether or not he's going to make a Cup Series start coming up later this year. But the article that the part part of this article from Adam Stern with the Sports Minister that I found the most interesting is right at the bottom because it surprised me. I did not expect to see this number thrown out there when it came to how much 
a charter, which is basically what the, what you have to buy in order to run a NASCAR Cup Series team. I'm going to read directly from the article here. The last NASCAR charter to change hands was the one that is the now defunct Starcom Racing sold to 2311 for $13.5 million in 2021. But the next one could go for more than $30 million, sources have predicted, which is incredible. That's more, that's a over 100% increase in two years for a sport that we have talked about quite a bit this year where the ratings have been, have been down where the buzz is just not there. Like Mm -hmm. it quite used to be, but teams are getting rich. The sport's getting rich until NBC came aboard. And then all of a sudden Chicago was great. And like we just talked about the top of the show that this past weekend, speaking of Marco Andretti being at Pocono this past weekend at Pocono was great. So yeah, who knows? 30 million does seem a, bit overpriced but the way everything in motorsports is going heck the way everything is going around the world price wise i guess i guess that's just par for the course spire right now controls two charters and with marco getting in a spire truck it's apparently just going to be a way for michael and his business partners michael andretti i'm talking about to test the waters of nascar and if they wanted to apparently those two Spire charters would be the first to be presented to him if he came up with $60 million to buy them with Group 1001 or Group 1001, however you want to phrase it, and GameBridge. Well, the one thing that is makes it possible, and this was the, I think, was the hidden agenda in the Gibbs deal, was that the companies who uh, invested with him represent a number of different brands that would benefit from yeah. being on uh, the car. So instead of spending $5 million for a race, they could, they could put the, their brand on the car because they've already spent a hundred million buying the team. So uh, I think that's a uh, game bridge represents a lot of people and uh, they're going to spend the money and they're going to get a return some kind of way. NASCAR is on TV every week. They have mm-hmm. huge social media presence. So they stand to benefit from uh, being on a car. Does that does the Andretti name move the needle in NASCAR now? It's 2023. Hmm. Andretti hasn't been associated with NASCAR heavily for decades, other than what John Andretti. All right. Uh, John Andretti and his team the teams he ran for really didn't move the needle. He wasn't a front runner uh, most of the time, but so does it really move the needle? Does it need to? I don't, I don't know. Or I'm do just you asking just that need question. a driver. D- yeah. Does the team name need to move the needle or do you just need a driver? That's got a great personality, a great social following and talent on the track. Marco's not that Marco's not that no, mm-hmm. but I don't think that if Andretti were to purchase whether it's the two Spire charters or other charters, which I don't think there's very many available out there right now. I don't think Marco would be their top driver. They would get full-time NASCAR drivers as their top drivers. I think the bigger issue is whether or not the owner of the team has a business mindset. uh, And they say, if you want to do, let's do business. I can, this is a B2B play. This is not you giving me money so I can go buy a, uh, uh, a winery somewhere. Uh, so that I, I think 
if the and Michael Andretti understands business a lot better than he did five years ago. Uh, her name is Crasher, Statman, Richard C. Suave, Kenny Sargent. We got the second hour of Freaks coming up. Do the announcers make the series? Do the announcers make the series, Freak Nation? Rico Brew and Antron Brown. It's all coming up. Second hour of the Freaks. Lucas Oil Studios. Mav TV, the Freak Radio Network. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Ready for an adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Forrest, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hiding, and Tron Brown battling on for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. From the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. 
That's 800-808-9443. From the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. from the Lucas Oil Studios. Driven by General Tire. It's Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined with Kenny Sargent. We love to party. Crash Gladys. What are we doing for the bachelorette party? And Statman. I am serious. Here's the Freaks. You're listening to a freaking encore edition of Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio Redefined. You know, I said that in the first hour, looking at that video and, of course, the song, uh, Betty Blowtorch, who is responsible for that song. And we've got an agreement with these girls. As long as you continue to be badass Speed Freaks, you can continue to use our song for your intro. So thank you. And they performed last weekend. I don't know if it was a full-fledged reunion. Uh, We know the lead singer passed away 20 years ago, but... If it's a reunion that's going to tour, I don't know, but I know they performed at the Whiskey A Go-Go last weekend. Congratulations to Betty Blowtorch. Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, Richard C. Suave, of course, the Freak Radio Network, and Mav TV. 23-plus years of doing this thing, Freak Nation. Coming up this hour, Rico Abreu, who's a badass on dirt. High-limit sprint car series, World of Outlaws, local tracks. This guy, he shows up with his rig, flying those Lucas Oil colors, and kicks some freaking ass. He'll be here coming up. In about 15 minutes. Also this hour, speaking of kicking ass, three-time NHRA champion, top fuel champion, that is, Antron Brown will be here with us this hour. Coming up in moments, we're going to talk about do the announcers make the series? I think Statman, yours truly, I don't know about Crash and Suave, if they're going to make the case, yes, they do. But we'll talk about that. But the particular Freak Nation, follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, the website, speedfreaks.com. TV. Your Statman Scat coming up this hour about Travis Pastrana, who joined us last year for last hour for a couple of segments. And that number, when I shot that number out there on the show, Statman's face was like, wow. <laughs> when Travis Pastrana has more followers on, Inst- on Instagram alone than NASCAR, NHRA, IndyCar combined, that says a crap ton a lot about an individual Statman and what he means to motorsports. Yeah, just just like Ken Block, I think we mentioned it in the conversation. Uh, Ken Block changed the way motorsports is perceived around the world. Travis is doing the same thing with mm-hmm. not just motorsports, but with action sports. So yeah, people are following him. They want to know what he's doing. Last weekend, you had the IndyCar Series in Iowa on a bull ring, as a lot of folks, bull ring oval. A lot of folks refer to it as. 
Then, of course, you had NASCAR in Pocono uh, on Sunday afternoon. And thank you, Denny Hamlin and Kyle Larson, for providing some last lap antics to provide a whole hell of a lot of conversation for the rest of the week. But if you look at this article from Racer.com, it's highlighting the ratings from NBC for Pocono and the doubleheader in Iowa for IndyCar Series, Pocono and NASCAR and Iowa for the IndyCar Series, both were ratings winners, and not just by small percentage points, by major percentage points. But Statman brought up a good point in this conversation. I watched both IndyCar Series races. I saw Will Power initially in the first one start to run away with it. I thought, man, this is boring. There were like eight cars on the lead lap a third away from (laughs) a third into the race. And similarities can be said in regards to Joseph Newgarden in the second race on Sunday. Pocono, in my eyes, yeah, is an average race at best. The tail end of the race got better. But if you look at these ratings for both of these races, they're out of control. They're huge. Richie, you can get the specific numbers here shortly. But Statman brought up the point, do you think it is the fact that NBC is preferred more is or is preferred more from NASCAR fans or race fans than Fox Sports. Richie, I'm gonna throw another mm-hmm. one at you. You brought up a, a poll of ours yeah. that we released a while ago. Back in June. Referencing mm-hmm. Fox and NASCAR. Yeah, because it was coming to the tail end of the Fox season at the time. And so I had this thought in my brain because a lot of people complained about the Fox coverage every Sunday. It was one of the things that took over social media, mm-hmm. no matter how good or bad the race mm-hmm. was people were just annoyed with fox they were annoyed with their graphics they were, didn't like mike joy they were annoyed with how many commercials and they were just ready to get to nbc so i put up the poll out what's the better nascar broadcast team and i'm blown away 67 percent at nbc over fox where I remember not too long ago, people ranting and raving about Fox and how it changed NASCAR in the grand perspective of sports. Mm-hmm. So, hmm, my how times have changed. Well, Statman's got a thought on this, a theory. Is, is it a conspiracy theory, Statman, or is this a, just an actual Statman theory? It's just a Statman theory. I don't think anybody, when it comes to money, and a lot of conspiracies going on where ratings are concerned and they go down, which means you have less money. And NASCAR is more important with the ratings right now because they're negotiating for a new deal with the networks. Your theory, though, Statman, on why you think these ratings were for NBC are higher than Fox? I just think it's a better production. I think the announcers are uh, better uh, we mentioned Dale Jr. and uh, Burton. I think that they are better together than um, Clint Boyer and whoever they have as a guest in the booth. Uh, I don't, the G Shucks uh, boy, howdy kind of atmosphere that uh, attitude that they have with uh, Fox and NASCAR, I don't appreciate as much as the uh, what's going on with NBC. Uh, I when I produce sports, I wanted the analysis, the analyst to tell me why something is happening, not just that it's happening. And I get that more from uh, NBC than I do from Fox. Even though Clint Boyer is a very big personality and he is a fun guy on the mic, you don't think he gives enough perspective of why things happened coming recently from the cockpit himself? 
No, I think the potential is there. And I think maybe he did it once, but I think the once the personality takes over the analyst, then the personality becomes, and maybe that's what the producers wanting to do. I don't, I'm not in their ear. I'm not on the, the production line to hear what's being said. But I, if somebody says, man, look at that car is really closing on. He's the fastest car on the track. Well, I want somebody to tell me why. And I think, um, uh, Dale Jr. and uh, Burton do that where that doesn't always happen in the Fox booth. Richie, I want to get to you in a moment, but l- let me also throw this out there. Could that be it, that the good old boy Fox is not as preferred to the more, how do you call it, not straightened up, buttoned up uh, NBC but broadcast? Better or, educated NBC? No, I don't want to use that. I don't I don't want to compare freaking degrees. No, no. But I think I'm just, I'm being a little facetious. Right, right, right. Not really. <laughs> but also think about this, though, Stat Crash, Richie. The second half of the season, in my eyes, in any season, NBA, as you get closer to the playoffs, is more important to me. What do we have, four or uh, five races left before we get into the playoffs of NASCAR? Does that bring more eyeballs? Does that keep your the eyeballs tuned into the shows a little bit longer than they did the second race of the season in Las Vegas? Point. Excellent point. Excellent point. I think but, Chicago, I think the, the race at Chicago – really put NBC on the map Mm -hmm. uh, where it was so different and came off so well that uh, people are saying, Hey, is this what's going on? Let me watch this some more. Uh, And I think that that may help as well. Richie, I'm such a fan of Lee Diffie, uh, James Hinchcliffe and Townsend Bell calling the IndyCar race. They were calling the IndyCar race like it was the last for the full two races like it was the last five laps of the Indianapolis 500. I just like the way they call the race. I like Lee Diffie's good for him. The way he sells that race, it's on a bull ring in Iowa. And frankly, I wasn't that enthralled by the racing because team Penske was running away with the damn thing. When you have six cars on the lead lap halfway through the race, how do you make it interesting? Well, you put Lee Diffie and Towns Bell and James Hinchcliffe, frankly, on the call, Richie. Yeah, this, you asked the question earlier in the show if you tune in because of announcers, and the answer is no. Nobody does that. Mm-hmm. That's 100% the case. But what a good announcer can do is take a, like you were just saying, a mediocre product and make it better and make it more entertaining, which is what all of these series are selling. They're selling a TV product that is addicting for people to watch. And I think NBC is so much better at that than than fox especially on the nascar side we were talking prior to the show that i love rick what rick allen brings to the nbc broadcast because he's smart enough to know that he's got three other guys on his team that can carry a broadcast so he's got dale jr jeff burn and steve letard who can carry a race on their own and they are so good at doing that and i love dale and her jr's enthusiasm mm-hmm. bill i'm gonna throw this back to you when we were talking before the show about Dale Jr. being more important to NASCAR after he's gone out of the car, and you nailed that. That's 100% the truth. The things that he can do with NBC is what makes that broadcast so much better than Fox. And I'll, going back to ratings real quick, uh, there's no there's no uh, 
baseball's boring right now in the middle of the season. There's no NHL. There's no NBA. There's no NFL news going on. That's why the ratings are up. And they're going to go right back down as soon as we get into college football <laughs> here in a month. If this entertainment factor from announcers keeps going, and if somehow there is a better product on track as well in both series, I guess never say never. I wish you were right, Crash, but you're wrong. Yeah. That's just not the case. And we bring this up every year. It's like, just get done by football season, guys. It's not that freaking hard. The more people watch your races. Freak Nation. His name is Rico Abreu. He's a badass on dirt. Put him in a sprint car. He's going to be favored to win the damn thing, even with Kyle Larson next to him and a few others that I uh, failed to mention. He's coming up next. Also, Antron Brown this hour. And your stat man scat regarding Travis Pastrana. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. From the lab to Lucas Oil products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for an adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Forrest, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hiding, and Tron Brown barreling on for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network.
You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. It's a big old freaking encore of Speed Freaks this holiday weekend. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Lucas Oil Studios, Freak Nation, over 23 years of doing Speed Freaks. A little bit of that. Rico Abreu has been a part of the Freak Nation. He's joining us from some damn dirt track in Redding, Pennsylvania. Who knows where the hell he – where are you right now, Rico? <laughs> hey, guys. We're at uh, Grandview Speedway for the high limit race tonight. Hey, is there ever a time for you? I, I asked this of musicians when they wake up and they've got to double check where the hell they are before they go on stage in order not to thank Cleveland because they're in Dallas. Is there a time when you wake up and go, I don't have a clue where I'm racing today. I got to double check where the hell I am. Oh, man, maybe after a night after a couple uh, cold beers, if we run good. But, um, <laughs> you know, we're just uh, – it's it's a it's a blessing to be out here on the road racing at all these uh, racetracks across the country um, in different series with the uh, World of Outlaws to High Limit to the All Stars. Um, you know, we just raced in Pennsylvania a couple of days ago, and we're here uh, another night, and then we're gonna head west. Rico Abreu joining us here in the Freak Nation, and you heard the series that he's that he's running in, and talk about the different styles, or if there's a different style for you and racing in these different series. They're different tracks, different areas. Is there much of a different style for you running in these three different series? Uh, a little bit, um, you know, just adapting to each racetrack, uh, the style of racing. And then, um, you know, you, you race against some local guys and understanding, um, you know, their driving styles when you get racing around them. But, um, you know, a lot these series that we race with, there's, there's at least 10 to 12 guys that can win the race every night. Um, they're very, very competitive, uh, you know, all the way from the World of Outlaws down to the All-Stars to High Limit. Um, you know, with bouncing back and forth, you're, it just keeps, uh, you know, keeps me very active, uh, you know, and, and we're racing three to four times a week right now. So these summer months I love because uh, all the track time we get. Rico, you talk about running against those locals. At one time, you were just a local where you wanted to beat the ass of these big timers rolling into their track. Do you find it funny now that these locals want to beat the ass of Rico Abreu now? It's, uh, it's really motivating for me, um, you know, because I was that guy, and I enjoy getting to come back to these tracks, uh, especially ones that I haven't been to in a long time. And, and uh, you know, the, the, a, lot of, a lot of it for me is, is seeing the younger generation come through and how hungry they are to want to do good and, uh, you know, this when it comes to racing and, and, and success and consistency is is comes with a lot of experience. You see guys that uh, that run well, have been around for a long time, like Donnie Schatz and Brad Sweet and, uh, you know, those former outlaw drivers that that won championships. Um, and then you got guys like Kyle Larson that just come in and and, and can dominate a race and then go to a, a NASCAR race and dominate that. And which is pretty impressive. You know, I want to talk to you a little bit about Kyle Larson because there was some controversy at the end of the cup race last weekend. And some people on social media were saying that people were more upset because Kyle Larson has been so dominant on dirt in Pennsylvania. And that cup race, of course, was at Pocono. He's got a big fan base there. Are there certain areas of the country that are just so tight with certain drivers that you find when you're racing? 
Um, definitely, uh, central Pennsylvania, uh, and Pennsylvania, the state of Pennsylvania, the racing is, uh, there's so much racing around here and, and the fans are, are, are very diehard fans, loyal fans. Uh, you know, we get to see them every weekend we come here and, uh, you know, have merchandise for them. And, uh, you know, you see them, uh, you know, venturing over to NASCAR to support Kyle or these dirt racers like Stenhouse and Boyer. So. Uh, it's important that we take care of uh, those fans and uh, and just how uh, they're able to go back and forth with these races. All right. You just said something that made me want to go in a different direction. It's important for you to take care of these fans. You've been taking care of your fans on social media a lot this year. That giveaway that you had where one of your fans' companies could have been on your car, that was amazing. Who came up with that idea and why? Um, I, I just... I want to uh, I want to be a try to be ahead of the industry and sponsorships very important for racing especially grassroots racing and I thought it would it would be cool to kind of run a fundraiser like that where a fan was a part of our team for a weekend and um, it was uh, it was a very unique opportunity to get somebody the chance to be on my race car for the race weekend that necessarily doesn't have the sponsorship funding to beyond a race car um so it was uh you know it was more of a i felt like it helped uh you know a small business and marketing as well of being a part of our team so you know every weekend and then these people are very loyal they're they're uh they're bringing their families to the races and i just uh i just really appreciate that stuff i want to i want to talk about you you're on the road traveling all the time you said you were racing three or four nights a week there was a guy named Mark Kinzer, Steve Kinzer's brother, I think I remember that, who used to love to see roller coasters and all the traveling that he uh, would that he would do. Tell me what uh, Rico or Brew, when you're traveling around the world, uh, around America, dirt tracks, what do you want to see? Where do you want to eat? I love sushi, so I like to get to su sushi spots and pizza spots and try different pizzas. Um, but we, uh, with how busy our schedule is, it's uh, it's very important that we schedule those kinds of things out. And um, I'm a big race fan of Mark Kinzer and Steve Kinzer and the whole Kinzer family. And I actually just heard uh, that story about Mark always wanting to go on roller coasters before the races because we just raced at Williams Grove Speedway over the weekend. And there's an amusement park that's abandoned now across the street. And I heard... Mark Kinzer used to always go over there before the races and love to ride the roller coaster. <laughs> Where Rico? I just, I just heard that story like two days ago. Rico Abreu. Where do you find sushi in Reading, Pennsylvania? Do they have catfish sushi? Is that what you? Yeah, I uh, we tried two spots and they weren't uh, too high on my list, but uh, I enjoyed just getting some. Try some tuna. <laughs> yeah, that's where you go back just for the California roll. Yeah. <laughs> this is safe. <laughs> that's hysterical. Okay, where is your best sushi spot in the country so far? Eh, maybe California uh, aside. There's a, uh, there's a restaurant in the Napa Valley that um, was built about uh, 10 years ago, and it's uh, it seats about 12 people, and it's called Kenzo Estate Restaurant, and uh, they're actually family friends of ours, and they're Japanese, a Japanese family that um, 
flies over Japanese uh, sushi chefs to uh, to prepare meals for people that come and attend the restaurant. So um, I've got the pleasure to to eat there a couple times uh, throughout the year, and uh, it is uh, the best in the world. Sprint car badass Rico Brew flying those Lucas Oil colors, joining us in the Lucas Oil Studios. We'll end it with this. We had Steve Kinzer in the Freak Nation 15-plus years ago from Sedalia, Missouri, and we had a great 30 minutes with the guy. We re-ran that interview about a couple, two or three weeks ago, and it reminded us how badass that guy was. 20 championships in the World of Outlaws series, yet some people just decided to chime in and say, well, if the World of Outlaws you know, had the, all the top dogs running all the time, we would consider him to be one of the greatest, but they don't consider Steve Kinzer to be one of the greatest drivers of all time. Where does Rico stand with Steve Kinzer? Uh, he is the greatest driver of all time. And the stats Period. don't lie. Here, there it is. Yes. And I don't yep. think anybody will ever come close to him. Yeah. Why is that? I just think that, um, you know, the times have changed in the industry and, uh, I think the competition's gotten a lot closer. Uh, equipment's gotten, you know, equalized where, you know, on the performance side of it, race engines and stuff. And, and I, I think they've really narrowed the rules down to, um, you know, to, they don't, teams can't bend the, bend the, you know, the rules as much as they used to and get away with things, I think. And, um, <laughs> where, uh, you know, it, it's, uh, you know, rules are rules and everybody's got to go by them now. So it, it, it really equalizes the racing. And, and when you see, um, you know, how close our qualifying times are and stuff within a tenth of the top 20 and qualifying shows, um, you know, and it's, uh, you know, these cars are, uh, you know, the weight rules are a lot different now. So they're a little bit heavier than they used to be. And I just think that the competition too nowadays is uh, there's not such big gaps like there was probably. Do you do you enjoy beating Brad Sweet's ass more or Kyle Larson's butt more? Um, both drivers are very difficult to beat, um, but you know, with with Kyle's success and, and being one of the all time best race car drivers, it is quite satisfying. Um, you know, when you can finish in front of him. <laughs> it's greatness. Quite satisfying. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> Rico, and we know it's a busy day, busy week for you, dude. Thanks for taking time out and joining us here in the Freak Nation, yeah. man. Good luck to you. Thank you guys very much. All right. Go kick some ass, man. Thank you. And coming up next, what I think is one of the greatest motorsports forms of racing on the planet. One that I hadn't seen until I turned 40. That's next. Speed Freaks Pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Our team is on the Rubicon Trail today, running over 125 vehicles over one of the toughest trails in the world. With all the different modifications people can make for their Jeep 4x4, the only product that touches the ground is a tire. This is the team that you want testing your product. I've been off-roading for 30 years now, and you, you definitely don't need anything bigger than 37-inch tires. Our founder, Mark Smith, drove from the tip of South America to the tip of North America on 31-inch tires. The General Tire X-Series meets our standards. We have the ability for accelerated testing in all conditions. Mud, rock, dirt. We're out here this week highlighting the capability of the General Grabber X3 to see how this tire can perform in unbelievable conditions. It's incredible to watch General Tire deliver in this terrain. 
Dental Tire delivers me to a fishing tournament, the outdoors, jeeping, whatever it is that you want to do. It's outdoor life is what it is. You've been waiting for us back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Are you ready for an adrenaline pumping three second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Forrest, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Antron Brown barreling on for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. Hey, Dad, what are you going to buy at the store today? Uh, I'm out of Lucas Oil fuel treatment, so let's jump in here and grab us some. Well, do they have the Lucas Oil parts cleaner and degreaser? I bet they do. Well, how about the Lucas Oil power steering fluid? You know, they'll have that too. Even the Octane booster? I won't be surprised if they do. My favorite red and tacky grease? <laughs> yes, they will, babe. Dad, when we're done, can we grab some candy? Deal, but you gotta share. Awesome! Lucas works. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. It's an encore for you, Freak Nation, from Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. This big old fat piece of Speed Freaks is brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. Go to lucasoil.com. You got two wheels out there in the garage. You got a boat out there in the garage. They have the products to keep everything with or without that engine that you decide to put in the water, on a road course, on the highway. <laughs> in other words, you got a car, you got a motorcycle or a boat. Lucas Oil has the products to keep all your rides fat and happy. Inside your engine, outside your engine, they got it. Go to lucasoil.com. Last segment with Rico Abreu. We ended it talking about Steve Kinzer 
20-time World of Outlaw champion. And when we ran that interview with Kinzer during our 23-year anniversary a few weeks ago, a lot of people loved that interview we did with him. That was, shoot, 17, 18 years ago. But there were also people chiming in about Steve Kinzer. Well, if Steve Kinzer was running today, he'd have nowhere near the wins. But maybe that's true. But you heard Rico Abreu's praise for Steve Kinzer, 20-time World of Outlaw champion. And if you look at all the series that we cover, Stat, Crash, Richie, two-wheel with Supercross, NASCAR, drag racing, IndyCar series, dirt drivers are just a different freaking breed. They are as close as traveling rock stars, and I mean it strictly from a traveling point of view, not necessarily from the, the popularity, but from a traveling point of view. You heard Rico talking about three or four races this week. The circus is in and out of town in big big cities of small towns that, Statman, when we're hanging out at Paris Auto Speedway, getting beer, excuse me, getting mud in our beer, watching these guys on dirt, it's just a different animal to race and run a sprint car of, of all sizes. And this is going to be taken a bit strange, I know, by a lot of people out there, but I think the dirt guys are more businesslike. They can come into a racetrack, unload, practice, track packing, qualify, heat races, and uh, get pack up and be gone all in about 10 hours' time, mm-hmm. and where NASCAR stretches it out over 10 days, it seems like. But they could get they could get the show done. And I think the World of Outlaws, for example, is maybe the best show in racing because they come in, take care of business, get it done, and leave and go on to the next thing because they may have a race in another 12 hours or 20 hours. So, uh, yeah, I think without question – the dirt guys know what's going on and the rest of the industry could learn a lot from them. Well, they don't call it the greatest show on dirt for nothing, but yes, it is the world of outlaws. It's the all-star sprints. It's now the high limit series of which of course, Kyle Larson and Brad sweet started this year, which is a mid week sprint car racing series that basically complements the all-star sprints and world of outlaws. Yes. You are onto something Statman, because they do. They're just, they're very to, to the point and very matter of fact of, hey, we're here, we're racing, and then we're out. And we're taking care of our sponsors, we're taking care of our fans, and then we're gone to the next one. And you're right. There's a lot of, or there's not a lot of just downtime and unnecessary time. They just take care of business. I like how you said that. And even though COVID changed things for IndyCar and NHRA and NASCAR, they massively shrunk the schedule down. There's still more that those three series could learn based off of their dirt brethren. Exactly. Exactly. You've got a guy like Tony Stewart. You could put him on any, in anything dragster 410 sprint, regardless late model, late model. He could win it, Mm -hmm. but you look at the dirt series driver and Statman's talking about the business acumen and the ability to get in and out of a racetrack and get their ass done and move on to the next track the next night. I I think quietly, if you say, let's leave top fuel out of it, because that's just a different animal. And Tony Stewart will tell you there's nothing like driving a top fuel car compared to anything he's driven. But if you take top fuel out of it in drag racing, 
but you compare all the other sports, the respect that the dirt series drivers, good dirt series drivers have uh, is out of this world. Look at Kyle Larson and the reverence that he plays or has when it comes to, to running on dirt and the success that he has. And the, I'm, I'm shooting all over the place here. Sorry about this. What Rico Abreu has done for a small person is beyond me in a car that is not easy to drive. I don't care how the modifications are for Rico. That is such a difficult car. I've never attempted to drive a sprint car. I'd like to, but I've never, you just watch a sprint car on dirt and the ability to get your forearms up there and have that wheel sitting in your chest and put that thing into the corner against the wall as quick and as fast as possible. What Rico Abreu has done is, is crazy, but sprint car drivers, I think, have such mad respect throughout the series, throughout motorsports, than frankly, the other series have. Yeah, I, I, I agree wholeheartedly, and I don't know that I would want to drive. I've been offered chances to drive sprint cars, uh, not in a race, obviously, but the guys who know what they're doing bounce those things into the parking lot. So what am I going to do? You know, you're talking about roughly 900 to a thousand horsepower in an 1100 pound car. Mm -hmm. So, uh, you know, driven sideways for crying out loud, where you got to turn right to go left. Uh, that just uh, doesn't make sense to me. And I don't know that I would want to do it. Even if even I've, I've turned it down when I've given the, been given the opportunity. But Kenny, you say you believe that dirt drivers, sprint car drivers, maybe more specifically, are respected best throughout or arguably best throughout the world of motorsports. Then why was Steve Kinzer not respected overall as much as he should have been as a 20 time champion in the mid 2000s? Are you and maybe what you're referring to, if you go back to that interview that's 17, 18 years old of how many times Steve Kinzer was snubbed mm -hmm. for driver, driver of, of the, the year. year. Yep. With those championships. I don't, I don't have that answer. All I know is my first world of outlaw actually sprint. Listen, I was raised in Dallas, Texas. I never saw a sprint car race. Whoa. Zero, zero. With all the dirt tracks around you. Exactly. Buffalo speedway was a three iron. Okay. Four iron from me in Carrollton, Texas. I heard him every Friday, and Saturday night, never went. My first sprint car race was as speed freaks in 2000 Paris auto speedway. Oh, and I just wow. said wow. to myself, what the hell have I been missing all these years? You dumbass!" <laughs> but the minute I saw that and, and just the, the craziness of a sprint car that you're lucky, you're lucky to keep that G damn car on the track. Mm -hmm. We've like stat men said, we've seen them clear fences. We've seen them <laughs> hang up in fences. Right, yeah, they go they go out of the turns, especially turn two at uh, at Paris, where you can see them in other other tracks, but you can see them pull both front wheels off the ground, mm -hmm. crying out loud. And you know they're going. I've heard them said that they're clocked at 120, 130 miles an hour on a half mile track at the end of the straight. Those things are stupid fast, and people love that. Those big, huge wings and dirt flying everywhere, seven pounds of air. The tires are flat until you get them pumped up. So they, all they do is turn left sideways. 
and it's it's a spectacular show. World of Outlaw Car, up to fourteen hundred pounds, and a residential millennial probably can't uh, understand the significance of this. A four hundred ten cubic inch engine on a car that weighs fourteen hundred pounds. The power to weight ratio of a World Outlaw Sprint car. Uh, it just Suave. It's like the the car that you drive, your everyday driver. If you put, it's like putting a freaking top fuel engine in your everyday driver and trying trying to get on the on ramp of the ten here in Phoenix. That sounds fun. No, the way you like to get swallowed underneath eighteen wheelers, I don't. I don't think that uh, would be something you want to do. <laughs> because the. Again, leaving top fuel out of there's there's nothing like a top fuel car. There's nothing like a top fuel car. You can't even begin to compare. But nitro, yes, nitro. Put funny cars in there too. Yes, exactly. You're right. You're right, Crush. Nitro. It's just the fact that you've got uh, these sprint cars that man, absolutely bonkers what these guys can freaking do. Uh, speaking of top fuel, his name is Antron Brown, three time NHRA top fuel champion. Quick fact. Kenny Bernstein, in the interview that we did with him maybe 12, 13 days ago, is now the highest viewed interview on our YouTube page with over 50,000 views in shortly under two weeks. I don't know why, other than we're probably the only show that did a feature on Kenny Bernstein after he lit up Antron Brown's car in Denver. We talked to Antron Brown about the king of speed, getting in that cockpit. How many times are you going to say cockpit? Cockpit. Anton Brown, next. Speed Freaks, Best Lucas Oil Studios. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. From the labs of Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago. Right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Ready for an adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Forrest, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hiding, and Tron Brown battling out for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. The weekend racing is over, or is it? 
not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. General Tire delivers. Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. From the labs of Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Thanks for catching up with the best of Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. We've been doing this for 23 years now, and in that time, we've built some wonderful relationships here in the Freak Nation. Talking with Travis Pastrana this week really bought that home, for me at least. Uh, we met Travis when he was a teenager, looking for and making a name for himself, doing things that were his passions. His passions, in fact, are action sports, help make things like skateboards and double backflips, uh, rally cars, made it all conversation around the dinner table for families all over the world. But our conversation this week showed me, at least, that Travis is a man now. He's a husband, and he's a father with children who are learning what they want to do with their lives. He's an entrepreneur, building brands. And if daddy's passions uh, will be their, his children's passions when they grow up. It's satisfying for me that Travis has remained a friend of the freaks all this time. Travis has changed the world around him globally and still makes time for us. 
There are some clowns out there who barely change the world in front of their race car. And in fact, they demand money from us to come be a part of the freak nation. Frankly, we've said no. I tell people all the time that Travis deserves the success that's come his way. He's nurtured friendships and respected people who've come into his life. Uh, over and above the records and the championships that have come Travis's way, it's wonderful for me to see the man he is now. Peace. This segment brought to you by good friends at Lucas Oil. Do yourself a favor, Freak Nation. Go to lucasoil.com to check out the line of products that Lucas Oil has for your two wheels, yeah, your motorcycle, your family van, your sports car, your little hot rod, and even your speedboat. Your marine products, Lucas Oil has them to keep your engines fat and happy. Go to lucasoil.com. Travis Pastrana, last hour, talked about hopping into a top fuel car with Tony Stewart. Let's go top fuel in now. You may recall a couple of weeks ago at Bandemir Speedway, Kenny, the king of speed, Bernstein, hopped in the hot rod of three-time top fuel champion, Antron Brown, warmed that bad boy up to the delight of the crowd. We caught up with Kenny Bernstein, one of the most uh, viewed interviews on our YouTube page right now over 50,000 views. It was a very special day for Antron Brown and Kenny Bernstein. AB right now, Speed Freaks Pits out of the Lucas Oil Studios. Antron, I find somebody sitting in my car. I want to beat their ass. But you turn around and Kenny Bernstein sitting in your car, you may want to kiss something, right? You, you want to kiss him? You want to kiss him? You want to go like this? Ah. You know, you want to like lay the hands down? I mean, that's the king of speed, brother. It gets no better than that. And uh, you, know, you know, the crazy part is, if you rewind when you first met me and told me Kenny Bernstein one day is going to sit in your top fuel dragster, I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? And First you know, of all, you were on two wheels at that yes, time. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. How did this come about from your perspective? We know all the parts and pieces, but you were part of the glue, my friend. Well, the coolest part is, I always had a great relationship with Kenny. Always have. He knows it. I always respected him. And I always, if I wanted to do something, I wanted to do it like Kenny did it. Because he did it at top notch. He was a top tier guy on and off the racetrack. And then me and his son Brandon were tight, brother. We're like brothers. And uh, and we always hung out. And I was with Brandon. And uh, we've been after this for a while. I said, man, we need to get your dad out to the track. He can sit and warm the car up. I said, hell, you can take it down the track. He wants to drive. You can drive it. And uh, and man, when I saw him hop in that car, he trimmed the fuel pumps dead on. He put that thing in forward, reverse, then back and forward, let it on, let it off, looking at everything else, got all the gauges, said, that joke was ready to race. But he didn't do it old school in which we, what was that when you back? A wobbit. There's no wobbit. We don't do that no more. We don't do, we can't, like, like now, it tears up your whole clutch setup. Like you gotta be set up to do it. So the coolest part is, he just warmed the car up exactly what I would do. Nothing different, nothing less. And he goes, A.B., that's exactly what we did. Exactly what we did. It's funny. It's not funny. It's it's just reality. You said that if you were to ever have your team or whatever, you would want to be like Kenny Bernstein. And I see that in your operation. You and I were just talking before we got the mics hot here. You're talking to every single one of your guests in hospitality. Kenny did that. I don't see a lot of others doing that. Your place is immaculate. That was Kenny Bernstein as well. Logos are perfect. That was Kenny Bernstein. So yes, you really are. You're, you're Kenny 2.0. I know, and the thing about it is, is that 
When I when I grew up, I always looked at and seen how people, what they do, I was very observant. Just, what makes them great? Okay, what makes them great? And then when I looked at Don Perdome, he was another one like that. You know, you look like Big Daddy Don Garlitz, his stuff was just race, just race ready. Like you're on the rig, not too clean, but it looked good on the racetrack, right? Then you look at other different people, and then I saw Kenny, he just took it to a whole nother level. And I just go up there, you walk in a trailer, you don't even know where to step because you're scared to put a footprint on the, on the floor because it was mopping, glowing, and shit. You could see yourself in the floor. And then you go outside, the car looked like that. You always saw all the Budweiser stuff outside the racetrack. Them truckers on the side of the road washing it and shining it down before they rolled in. And I was like, you know what? I said, this is what you got to be like. You got to represent and be. You want to put your partners and your sponsors at the top of the heap, and that's what Kenny did. And then when he got in the race car, he left your butt on the starting line, ate your lunch. So he went beast mode on all those jokers. Then he came back at the end of the track and says, hey, this butt for you. Have a butt while you're driving home. <laughs> but you wouldn't recognize Jim Dunn or Connie Coletta if they didn't have six years of dirt underneath their fingernails. I know. I know. And, and the thing about it is, Kenny did it in style. And like you babe, you can work hard. Don't mean you got to get dirty. When you get dirty, you got to wash up. You got to look right, baby. You got to look right. You know what I mean? Work hard, get cleaned up, come out, and represent. Again, three-time NHRA champion, Antron Brown, here in the Freak Nation. We caught up with him, Vandermeer Speedway, a few weeks ago. The last race for the NHRA there in Denver, at least at Vandermeer uh, Speedway. And one reason why I wanted to highlight the Antron interview talking about Kenny Bernstein was the fact that Kenny Bernstein is, is now just under two weeks on our YouTube page, the most viewed interview with 50,000-plus uh, views in short two-week span with Kenny Bernstein, Crasher, uh, just the significance of KB back on video uh, made a difference. Yeah, I was pretty shocked at that as well. Sorry, Kyle Larson, you're now our second most viewed video. <laughs> but, yeah, I think it is. A lot of it has to do with the fact that Kenny has not been seen anywhere in media for many, many years. So, I'm kind of confused as to why maybe NHRA or other media outlets didn't do their own one-on-one -on -one with Kenny, but glad that I guess we gave people what they wanted. Well, and Statman, you look, Antron, granted, Antron's running a business. He's running a team. And as we talked to him in that interview about, uh, and that was two or three weeks ago, I said, dude, are you already thinking about Sonoma, which was two <laughs> or three weeks away? Um to look over and see Kenny Bernstein sitting, <laughs> sitting in your car would kind of be like me looking over at my seat and seeing, you know, Troy Aikman sitting in here behind my mic and, and talking to the masses or, 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 or Pele who's, who's always over my shoulder with that, that shirt sitting in here and shooting the crap go. with the freak nation. Or Dan Patrick. Yeah. Yeah. Just the significance of having Kenny Bernstein in the car is, uh, uh, is bonkers. Richie, when you, see a guy like Antron Brown, Kenny Bernstein in the mix. Is it, is it just old guy talk for millennials when you make <laughs> reference to, I, I got it. We made reference to Steve Kinzer and make a reference to Kenny Bernstein. Right, good, Does it put point. you bastards to sleep? Well, no, 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 because that wasn't convincing. No. And I would say this because as a, 
a newbie to especially drag racing, I think it's cool to learn about the history of the sport. Mm -hmm. And when you are learning about any sport, I would say this is about your your big four. Your you know I've just I've become a big soccer fan over the last couple of years. Yep. It's important to me anytime I'm trying to learn a sport to learn about the history of the sport for me to appreciate it. And the more I can appreciate the sport and appreciate the history of the sport, I'm going to like the current sport more. Ah. So that's why I always enjoy like hearing from Kenny Bernstein, seeing some of these throwback interviews, listening to like Ricky Abre Rico Abreu talking about. Um, Steve Kinzer and how much he is meant to the sport. I think it's cool to have guys racing now have reverence for what has come in the past. And it helps me understand the sport. And I think it would help more young people understand the sport too. Um, if they understood it's history. That a boy. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Freak nation. There's a big fat two hours for you on Mav TV. And of course the freak radio network, Travis Pastrana, Rico Abreu, Antron Brown, our conversations about the announcers making the series. Yes or no. Be sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, the website, speedfreaks.tv. We'll do it again next weekend. Shoot the juice to the moose and stat man. Cut it loose. Zip. Speed Freaks, Motorsports Radio, redefined. The weekend you've been waiting for is back. Are you ready to feel the ground shake? Are you ready for the sound of thunder? Ready for an adrenaline-pumping three-second thrill ride? The NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series returns to Worldwide Technology Raceway. See legendary superstars John Forrest, Ron Cash, Tim Wilkerson, Robert Hyde, and Tron Brown battling out for the countdown for the championship. September 29th through October 1st. Go to www.raceway.com to get your tickets now. From the labs of Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. General Tire was born more than 100 years ago, right here in America. We've spent the last century tackling every kind of road this country has to offer, and especially the places without roads. So you know that with General Tire, anywhere is possible. The weekend racing is over, or is it? Not on MAV-TV. Monday is All-American Racing Night on the network which never leaves the track. Sit back and enjoy grassroots red, white, and blue racing from America's most iconic tracks. Whether it's the precise lines of pavement ovals or the door-banging action of the dirt, MAV-TV's Monday Night lineup will bring you all the action from this country's legendary four-wheel battlegrounds. Monday Night is All-American Racing, only on MAV-TV, Motorsports Network. General Tire delivers. 
Are you worried about your taxes? Okay, so I'm talking to those of you out there that have not filed in a few years with the IRS or state. It's time to get worried, and here's why. The IRS is getting back from their own COVID lockdown, and they're hiring more enforcers, and they're going to come after people that owe taxes. So if you're a 1099 worker, and maybe you just plain forgot to file your taxes, you need to call the professionals right now at the tax helpline. They are experts at knowing the tax regulations and their goal is to help you pay as little as possible. Call right now and get a 100% free tax evaluation. Remember, before the IRS knocks on your door, knock on our door. If you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes, make this free call right now. Call taxes 321 now at 800-808-9443. 800-808-9443. That's 800-808-9443. From the labs at Lucas Oil Products, Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment is a multifunctional cleaner plus lubricant. For every fill-up of gas or diesel, add one 16-ounce can of Lucas Oil Complete Engine Treatment. One bottle can treat a tank of up to 21 gallons. Its special additives allows a better fuel burn to help increase your miles per gallon. Expect longer engine life, longer oil life, cleaner exhaust, and less fuel consumption. Lucas Oil. It works. Motorsports Radio, redefined. 